So do you have any uh, interesting seal hunting stories from the past year? Or even, I guess it's longer now since I've actually talked to you. A year and a couple months. Yeah, it's been longer, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, uh, my my son came up here in May. And uh, we got to get him out fishing. And, and uh, he really enjoyed that. He got to do his first kind of... Well, his first solo trip on a snow machine, and one of them was a uh, hundred kilometers each way. So that was pretty exciting for him. And then we managed to go uh, to the Flow Edge um, for for a day with Alex, and met up with his uh, his father, and we saw a pod of about seventeen uh, seventeen whales at the at the Flow Edge. Cool. What uh, is? Yeah. No, there weren't any belugas. They were, uh, now why am I drawing? I'm drawing a blank because I'm talking about it. <laughs> um, bowheads. Bowheads. Oh, cool. So they were a pot of 17 bowheads. And they were coming quite close to the, the, uh, the edge. So you get a really good look. That was, uh, that was really cool. And, and we uh, stocked a couple of seals. Um, the only one that wasn't uh, afraid of us and took off was, uh, a giant old seal that would have uh, would have tasted like a like an old hockey sock. <laughs> so we kind of left that one. We kind of left that one alone. It, but it, while we were looking at it through the binoculars, it uh, it waved at us and kind of made fun of us because it knew we weren't going to come after it. So my my son managed to stock about four seals. Um, didn't get close enough for a shot, but he really uh, really enjoyed it. Um, and I really, it uh, meant a lot to me to get him out there and experience that for the first time. Um, was, uh, I didn't stop smiling for days. Were the the seals were pulled up on the ice then, or were the the, the heads? Bobbing? Yeah, they were. They were up. No, they were up basking. Um, this was uh, this was May, so it was uh, light till about. I want to say it was about. 12:30 maybe when it started to get dark and on the ride on the ride back it it got dark or dark and then light within about uh half an hour so we didn't it didn't stay too dark too long and it was a we had a really good day um going all around and uh having lunch and and uh dinner out on the ice it was lots of fun um but that's uh, that's when I I had a a better video of uh, eating a seal eyeball. Oh yeah, um, so that was yeah because uh, Alex had caught one while we were out there. We actually a funny story about that is uh, Alex caught one um, and he was leading us on his canoe and camera And as we came up uh, to this little ridge of ice. Um, I saw a seal, so we stopped, and we were just starting to stalk it, and we realized it was just Alex that had fallen off the back of the camatic, and <laughs> we weren't really good sneak at sneaking up on it. It just was already dead. <laughs> so Alex had a good laugh at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun too. Uh, yeah, and the I, I got out did a, a good bit of um, seal hunting when we came back at the end of the summer. But it was raining so much that uh, we didn't get out too, too much. Right. And we, uh, yeah, so that was, it was, it was tough. Um, but, uh, but the, we did see quite a few seals when we did get out 
more in the fall. But we weren't having uh, much luck keeping track of them. We would see them once or twice, and then it would just uh, elude us, which seemed to be happening to uh, a bunch of people. So we were, uh, like, it was good good to see lots, but uh, we weren't catching lots. Um, my aim is getting a little better from a moving boat, but uh, I'm still a little uh, definitely behind Alex and uh, and everyone else. So, you know, it's coming though. You got a new rifle within the last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Uh, it was actually, I got a 223 probably two weeks after you left. Um, so that was uh, in middle of October. Uh, and that made a big difference because it, it's the right caliber um, for it's a varmint rifle, so it's the right caliber for for actually catching seals as well as uh, has a nice scope and it shoots really well. Um, so that made you know as opposed to the twenty two that that, uh, that couldn't hit water from the boat and uh, and the thirty odd six, which was a little overpowered for for hunting seals. Is your rifle loud like uh, like Alex's? It's not. Yeah, it's a um, Alex's is a, a smaller barrel length, so it's a little louder. Oh, okay, um, still pretty loud, but it's not as loud as uh, as that uh, that model. I actually just picked up a uh, uh, seventeen uh, caliber rifle as well for more for um, rabbit hunting and ptarmigan. Uh, work for seals as well. It just uh, has a smaller, a smaller round, so it doesn't make as big a, a, a hole you know, when you hit. So that's what I had out today. Oh yeah, did you see anything yeah. or catch anything? We saw three ptarmigan. Um, one of the other guys we were with spotted them. Alex got two. The other guy got one. I uh, I didn't get a shot off because I. I'm still getting used to the rifle, and uh, I just wasn't having much luck with the new scope. I got to get used to it. I got to take some shots. So with some practice, hopefully I'll, I'll get some more. The ptarmigan sits still. Yeah, they're not very bright. <laughs> um, they were. Like, everyone kept telling me that. I don't. I kind of remember that from my childhood, but not very well. Um, and but when they when we were shooting, one they were really close together. One would pop its head up. Um, everyone would shoot, and only that one would fly away if it didn't get hit. So the other two would just sit there. So you just wait, and uh, yeah. So it was like uh, I, that was my first time seeing three together like that. Um, and the fact that the other two didn't take off when the first one got shot. Kind of, because if you're, I don't know, with grouse, they'll, uh, they won't stick around as much. So, yeah, so it was uh, very interesting for me. Do they flush easily? Yeah, you definitely have more leeway. Um, like, I've, I've experienced the same thing with uh, with grouse as well uh, when, when I hunted them when I was young. And then uh, the, the part, the, the term, sorry, that I got uh, last year, I did, uh, while I was climbing the mountain, I did flush it out um, because I, I didn't see it, but I heard it take off. 
but once I moved it once and it got on top of a rock where it thought I couldn't get it, uh, <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. So they're, uh, they're accustomed to things that can't climb or launch projectiles at them. So, so once they think they're safe, they're, uh, they're pretty, they're pretty static. So I guess they, they must try to, they must evolve or adapted that the, like the camouflage is their best defense. Yeah. Their camouflage and, uh, and, and being able to get into spots where a fox couldn't, um, things like that. Right. So, um, yeah, their camouflage is pretty good. Uh, with the binoculars, I had a, I, again, my inexperience, I had a tough time spotting the three terminal that we, that we, uh, saw today until, uh, until I'd really slowed down, took my time, and uh, and then you could see them. Is there a, a marker or something like some specific aspect that you're looking for with them? Yeah, um, you you find a spot where you either see lots of tracks or um, where they where they would tend to hang out. So in some rocks with some willow around um, that they would be feeding off of, and then you kind of watch for movement um, and the, and their white doesn't appear white. Like it's not as white as, as just snow. Right. So once, you know, once you kind of see a little movement, um, their tail feathers are also have uh, some black in it. So that's kind of, you know, just keep your eyes open, go take your time. And uh, yeah, the, like I said, they're a little off white. Which helps uh, once you, you know, once you take, once you really slow down. Because if you're just going fast, it all looks the same. You got a fox too last year, right? Yeah, how'd yeah. The, how'd that yeah, one probably go? Probably the. Uh, that was uh, it was probably the fox that you were uh, you were following up the mountain, right? Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, uh, I was out ptarmigan hunting, and um, I came up over a little uh, out of a little ridge and. And up on top and there was a just across a little ravine on the other side was a, a fox sitting on a rock looking at me um, so I tried to calm myself down I, I got myself in a prone position um, with that same 22 that that uh, didn't doesn't shoot exactly the best um, I I managed to get uh, I got a shot off and and missed the fox by about five inches below it, uh, which scared it off the rock. And I thought, well, there was my chance. And then it, uh, it ran a few feet, turned around and came back and started looking at me again. So I, I, you know, I tried to, uh, uh, take into consideration how much I missed by and which direction the second shot. And, and I didn't actually hit it. Um, it was a pretty good shot. I would have liked a better shot, but, uh, considering, um, what it was working with and, and my rust, I was pretty happy. Uh, and I've actually still got the skull here sitting on my, on my uh, TV stand. And, uh, and I've got the fur in, in our, our freezer and the, and actually the tail is on our, uh, our kitchen window. Huh. Was it a, did it have a bushy tail? Yep. Yeah. The, uh, this is the actual bone though. Oh, uh, it, uh, 
the actual bone and ligament, it dried up quite nicely and uh, it looks kind of neat. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't expect to save that, but it looked kind of, it looked so interesting that uh, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Any uh, plans for the fox fur? Um, we haven't found a, a use for it yet, but uh, the way Margaret sews, I'm sure we'll have it into something before too long. Did you try any of the meat, or was it too uh, too old or too grisly or something? It was my uh, my mother-in-law said it was too it wouldn't uh, it was too tough. It was very lean. So um, she said they used to when you know like they, they would make them into a stew sometimes. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, this one was, wouldn't have been the time of year and everything wouldn't have been. Uh, wouldn't have been very good. So no fox for you. <laughs> no, I did, didn't didn't try it this time. <laughs> have you seen many foxes around? I since then, or are they are they are they are they hip to your ability to hunt them? We we caught one other one when we were out seal hunting last fall as well. Um, but uh, I don't generally because I'm not going to eat them. I don't really hunt for fox. Right. Um, if, you know, it's, uh, it's great to have as, uh, for the hide and, and everything, but, uh, um, I'm not as interested in, in catching things that I'm, that I'm not going to eat or my family's not going to eat. Right. But we, we have, we had lots, really an abundance of, uh, of fox here over the last year or so with, uh, we had a really good couple of years for berries. Hmm. So there's more berries than there are more lemmings and ptarmigan than there's more fox. So, so it was a, it was a good. Have any, have any polar bears wandered close to home? We haven't, we had one, we had the one last year, but not this year. Uh, we haven't had any close to town at all. Uh, as far as I know anyway. Um, so that's, uh, that's nice. That's, <laughs> it feels better when uh, when there aren't bears too close down as much as I'd, I'd like uh, to try and catch one. Um, I feel much better when they're not in town. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a draw system, right, for the tag? Um, it all depends on the quota. Um, in the past, it was, uh, it, was, it was a draw system, so you would get your name drawn, your name, anyone in the community, um, with status, we get their name drawn and then they would have three days to go out and try and catch a bear. And then after that three days, the next person's name would get drawn last year. It was open. So, you know, people who could get out, got out. And then once, uh, and once it got close to the, I think it was the last three bears, they announced over the radio, three tags remaining. Um, and then that got filled that day, I think. Mm. And, uh, I'm kind of hoping for the same thing this year. Um, I have a couple of my son-in-law and a couple of friends that I want to try and get out with. So even if I don't catch a bear, I get to be part of the hunt and learn, um, learn what I have to do, learn what to do if I actually catch one and everything like that. Uh, so it's, I'm quite excited for that this year. How far do you have to, would you figure you'd have to go from town? Um, it, it, I guess it all depends. Uh, one, of my, one of my friends was telling me that, 
one of the spots that was really busy last year was actually where um, Margaret's parents' cabin is, where where we spent the uh, the weekend. <laughs> That's reassuring. So there were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was in the winter, so there there were some cabins fairly close to there that were uh, were broken into quite a bit this summer, I guess, when people weren't there mm. um, by bears. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's there. That's why you. That's why I don't like to really go too far without a rifle if I'm alone when I'm out out on the land. So since you've left a just a little over a year ago, I've uh, I've actually caught two seals. But one as soon as I got my my two two three pretty much uh, a year ago in the fall, and then I caught another one just uh, this last fall out with a friend, and and uh, we went into a little bay and. And it was there was about uh, two inches of ice, so we were, we we ran into a lucky little spot where we saw lots of seals. We were chasing them around and uh, not really hitting too many of them from the boat as it was moving. So my friend uh, mm. kind of jammed his boat into some of the ice, so it was just a kind of crossways to where it was open. So we were static, and uh, as the seals came to us, we actually managed to catch uh, catch three. He caught two, and I caught one. Yeah, so that was really good. It's uh, much easier when you're not bouncing around, even you know, even as the as the boat slows down and everything. That little bit of movement uh, is uh, is quite a bit for me. Some people are more used to it, and they can accurately seals way better it's quite impressive to watch and i hope to get there someday um, but yeah these were these were good because they were, were static so you had time to set up and and get a really good shot that was um clean and uh and humane so just you you got the you killed the seal right away over catch it before, as, and uh they're fat enough they don't really sink so they're easier to grab um, still quite heavy when you're pulling them in, but, uh, but it's a really good feeling. Were they both, uh, the two seals that you got, were they both ring seals? We really only hunt ring seals. They're, I guess the, uh, the best tasting, um, the harp seals pretty much get a pass. Uh, I guess there used to be a big market for their hides and stuff which collapsed of course so uh so they're really pretty much left alone you just really watch the harp seals uh, uh bearded seals are are good to catch too uh they get they're big lots of meat um their their skin is really good for for the bottoms of camics but i haven't seen one of those yet and i've been out hunting so the seal i caught this fall um, the seal I caught this fall was the, uh, was the first seal I actually, um, didn't just watch being, um, cleaned. I, my father-in-law was showing me how to do it and, uh, and I, I took my time and, uh, I did an okay job. He didn't get frustrated at me too many times. Um, it was, uh, it, I was, I was quite, uh, quite pleased with myself that I, I finally, um, have taken another step towards being able to do it myself. So you fleshed it 
And stretched it? Uh, Margaret stretched it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I took the hide off and butchered it. Oh, cool. Yeah. With help. I, I did, uh, I probably did about half of it and my father-in-law did about half of it so he could show me as I went. I, I think that's the most interesting process for me. I think that's, it's pretty much the most rewarding part. Like once you, once you catch it, that's an amazing feeling because you're, you finally succeeded and you're providing, but once you're, you're actually, um, breaking the animal down and you can see how much, um, food you, you're providing out of that. Um, my seal was a, uh, little bit bigger than a medium sized seal. And we fed, um, I think four households out of that. So four households got, uh, at least one really good meal out of, uh, out of that one seal. Um, which is quite honestly the, uh, the most amazing feeling, um, that, uh, they, they, I can get that's not, uh, that's not part, you know, uh, something that my kids do for me. It's it's something that I I'm providing for um, my in-laws, my my uh, mother and father-in-law, my uh, my sister and brother-in-law took some. Um, some was sent uh, to a cow. So it's you know it's uh, it's just really really rewarding. And uh, with that with that seal skin. Is there a plan for that? Has that been turned into anything yet, or it it was stretched? And uh, Margaret's going to make me some uh, uh, some sealskin snow pants to go along with my sealskin jacket for for hunting in the winter. Oh, you're, oh, you're going to so look good that's, then. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really uh, that's really exciting that uh, that she's doing that for me, and she's really happy to do it. It's uh, We're really, I'm really getting, I'm sure she is too, but myself not spending as much time up here um, when I was younger, I'm really getting so much out of this and so much joy and, uh, and it's definitely met or exceeded all my expectations of coming up here. Um, the sense of community, the, the getting out on the land as much as I can. Um, and just, uh, just the people and, and, Getting some of that lifestyle back has been really, uh, really heartwarming.